BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Bick Truss. Woo-woo. Dude, I can't even get the words out. I'm so excited. Chris Bizignano. got to ask you, buddy. Are you excited for, uh, for Sunday's game, pal? Um, yeah. Yeah, I am. You yeah. know, it's a meaningful game. And now nah, it's not even December anymore. Now it's January. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know the records and all that stuff, but... It is a meaningful game, and it could possibly be, excuse me, a division-winning game. Yeah. You know, depending on what ha- if they win and what happens later on. So you know what? It's not like with uh, with the Patriots here. Every year we go there with a twelve and four record, so <laughs> right. it's something to be excited about. You know, no 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 question about it. Yeah, know? man. As as the the week has gone on, and, and happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to you, Chris. Yeah, I should have started out with that. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. I'm so excited to to get going. Um, in all honesty, I, I, as this game gets closer, I'm, I'm pumped and uh, I get more excited. And again, dude, five and ten. And last Sunday night, it was like, wow, we stink. But hey, look, the, the situation is what it is. We can get into the playoffs and it doesn't take that much. It's a win. And then I uh, got to hope that Washington loses. I can't even say hope that Philly wins. I got to say hope that Washington loses. <laughs> it's easier to say. Um, and uh, then uh, we're in the tournament. And then who the hell knows what could happen, right? Yeah, plus, you know, if anybody's going to say, oh, I'm not going to be excited for a home playoff game, too, uh, right. you know, because we were 6-10, and 10, I don't think that's reality. Uh, you know, I think people just, if anybody believes that, I don't know what to tell you, you know. But, yeah. Because I think if that scenario plays out, Jerry, and the Giants are playing next Sunday or Saturday at home, yeah. I think there's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty exciting times around here, no matter what the hell the record is, you know, so. Yeah, and, and look, we'll get into it next week, but um, supposedly they're trying to allow 
um, fans at the Bills game. I wonder if that would change for the Giants. I have no idea. I don't want to get into that too much. But you just wonder if that would be a scenario where they ease up a bit, maybe let 5,000 fans in, 5,000 nut jobs. And and, you know what? Got to make the playoffs first before you worry about that. But at least it's something um, that's that's on the table now. So I'm pumped for for Sunday. Uh, I, I can't wait to see how this team reacts to really like three games in a row where they were just completely, I thought, outclassed. And we talked about it uh, against a, an offense that, look, I knew how good that offense was, but then I watch your, your big sessions as I think, um, I don't know, seems like, Chris, tens of thousands of other people watch them as well <laughs> based on the views. Um, and I, I got a little, I guess I came back to earth and it's uh, look the Cowboys, their offense, when they're clicking, they, they you know, they have three, you could argue, three stud receivers. And yeah. we have one and a half, maybe two corners. And it's going to present quite a quite a yeah. challenge for this secondary, bud. Yeah, look, you know, I, that's why I put it out there. It's like, okay, well, you know, this is what we're going against. And this is what they've been doing. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. not the, it's not to, you know, make anybody feel like, oh, God, Chris, you know, uh, we have no chance, which isn't true. Right. You know, but these... You know, I put it out there because this is what the Giants have faced and this is what they have been doing lately, yeah, you know? Yeah. Now, everything changes week by week. Like, Pat Graham is not going to play man cover one a lot like Schwartz did for some reason. Schwartz continued to play that defense and he was getting roasted, you know? So that covers one of the Twitter questions that somebody asked. And I, as soon as I saw it, I thought, you got to be kidding me. Like, there, there's, if ever, if you're ever frustrated with a Graham zone, well, get ready to be frustrated more. Because, yeah. and, and rightly so, he should be playing zone all game. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what <clears throat> that's what he's done all year. And, <clears throat> and that's what he's going to do again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. That's what he's going to do again. Yeah. And, you know, he's not going to play a Schwartz-type defense a lot. So, but like you said, um, you know, these guys are real good. Um, last time the Giants played them in early in the year, on October 11th, I believe, um, C.D. Lamb really hurt them from the slot. Yeah. You know, so we'll see how Graham adjusts to that. Um, Cooper on the other side, you know, Bradbury is going to be a lot of cover three, which I said numerous times is basically an off man. That's all it is. So yeah. Bradbury will be over there a lot on Cooper, you know, and then the Giants going to have to do something by a guy named, you know, it's Michael Gallup. Oh. Um, for some reason, he, he, he gets the Giants. You they know? got the Eagles last week, too. Yeah, last week he played really well. Um, so he's going to be another challenge, you know, for them. And, and you know what's a little bit more of a challenge? I shouldn't say a little bit more of a challenge, but something I've been noticed on yeah. film, it seems like Ezekiel Elliott is a hundred percent now. Yeah. He seems like he's back and healthy. And I like the way he was cutting last week and the way he was running the ball. And Tony Pollard is very evolved. So this is look, how you get the Cowboys, get some turnovers and get some pressure, which you could because they're young tackles out there are giving up a lot of pressure and they're giving up some sacks. So that's how you're gonna have to get these guys. You're gonna have to get in Dalton's face a lot. You have to make them force, you know, force some turnovers, you know. Yeah. Um, and mainly, look, they're, they're, you're going to have to stop that run. Now, last week, the Giants did. Now, this is a whole different animal, the way the Cowboys approach the run game. You don't have to worry about the pistol, Lamar, and all that, you know? Right, right, right. But they're going to have to stop Zeke, man. You know, if Zeke starts going in and he's getting chunks, it's going to be a long day for Blue, brother. One of the other things you put on Twitter was the, the Cowboys are successful. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Susceptible. Wow. Right. I didn't even drink last night. Susceptible to the run. And I hope this is the week. It's like music to my ears when I read that, Chris. I hope this is the week that we kind of stick to the run. No, like, I mean, if if we've if we've complained in the past few weeks, at least I have that that the game gets out of hand quickly. So they got to go to the pass and our passing game stinks. 
this is the game where you would hope that Garrett would stick to the run and, and pound Gallman and Morris all he can, no? Yeah, man. Because uh, they, they, they don't defend the run well at all. Right. You know? Right. Uh, you know, you look at them, even Jalen Smith, man, who I, you know, I'm very high on. In love with, in, I would say in love, in love with, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, watching him, it's like, okay, Jalen, you know, yeah. you're getting 10 tackles the last few games, but they're eight yards down the field, too. I mean, yeah. like, what are, you, what are you doing out there? He's taking wrong reads, not getting off blocks. They go, they go with a 4-2 nickel all the time. They don't, they only play two linebackers, you know? Yeah. Van Der Resch looks like, I don't think he's going to play again. Yeah. Uh, which means Joe Thomas has to jump back in. And he's only average at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, you know, guys up front, man, they're just getting, you know, they're getting blown off the ball. I mean, you watch it on film. It's like, wow, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they give up 160 yards a game on the ground for a reason, Jerry. Yep. This is week 15. It's just like, it's not like the Eagles went in and got 170. Okay, that's why the average is up. No. Yeah. You know, this is, yeah. this is game 16, bro. There's a reason why they give up 161 yards a game on the ground. Yeah. They're not good against the run. Right. You know? Now, Against the pass, they're getting pressure. The difference with the Cowboys the last few weeks, they're getting some turnovers. That's been a big difference with them. Yeah. You know, last week Jalen Hurst did two bad yeah. interceptions. Yeah, horrible interceptions. Yep. You know, horrible interceptions, rookie mistakes, all yep. that crap. And, and that really hurt them, you know. Yeah. Um, but they're getting some turnovers, and they're getting some more pressure. Randy Gregory actually was phenomenal last week. He was. So he's a guy to keep an eye on. Um, you know, obviously Demarcus Lawrence, mm-hmm. you know, he's been a giant killer a little bit oh. in, in the past. And they're going to have to do, you know, a good job, you know, giving Jones some time. And um, we'll see if Jones could get outside the pocket a little bit and run if he has to. He kind of hinted that he really can't. But mm-hmm. we'll see how the leg feels Sunday. You know? Yeah. And, and by the way, um, hilarious tweet. You put it out first uh, about, I, at least I noticed it, um, about Jones giving up a little too much mm-hmm. with his injury situation. You said, oh, it's your coach are going to be happy about that. And then I think it was the next day. It came out that Judge was not happy with that. I laughed, man. I'm like, well, talk about – and, dude, I'm not kissing your ass here. I'm just saying, talk about knowing the pulse of this team. Um, I, I, I laughed at that tweet. As soon as it came out, I'm like, he's right. And then the next day to see it, I'm like, oh, that's hilarious, man. Nice job by you. No, thanks. Yeah, it was funny because as soon as it left his mouth, yeah, I said I said to myself, I was like, oh, Daniel. <laughs> the judge ain't going to be happy with that. Yeah, it's funny. And sure enough, he kind of made – he mentioned that in the next day's presser. Yep. Um, Judge had – yeah, he's a little he was a little too much, a little forthcoming with that injury. Yeah. I'm sure we had a little chat with Daniel, like, shut your mouth. He hates talking about injuries, Jones. Hates yeah. every play he says, oh, well, I, 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 we don't talk about that, you know, so. Yeah, it's that Belichick-Saban thing, right? Yeah, he's got them schooled with that. Like, no yep. plays so, – uh, you know, they don't even – they don't even talk about it. They basically yeah. say, well, I asked the coach about it. Or, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm working through it. You know, all that stuff. You know? Yeah. So, um, hey, uh, anyway, we'll see what Jones is like Sunday. A lot of people are hoping it's like a kind of like a possum type move, but he's going to come out and run about three zone reads in a row. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. You know, I, I doubt it, but maybe the leg has been feeling better. Maybe he can do Maybe he can run a few. You know, you leave it all on the field, right, Jerry? I mean, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is it. Like, I, I, leave it on the field. If you don't make it this week, then you're never going to make it. So go ahead. Just leave it out there. Go ahead. <laughs> right. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, so we'll see. You know, it's always the health of the player, too. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's that, you know, that mix they have to do. So we'll see what happens. And, um, and Judge made that comment, too. And that's, again, this is the human side of Judge that I like a lot. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm going to always take the side of the, 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 the player's health over the game plan. And I, that's why I think the players respect – one of the reasons players respect him so much. One of the narratives that's coming out this week that I wanted to ask you about or, or get your opinion on is that 
this is going to be Daniel Jones deciding, like, this is going to be Daniel Jones' game to, to really make a statement, right? Like, everybody's saying, well, and I've heard it in the media already, this is the game that Jones can step forward and kind of do what Manning did uh, his last game in 2004, where he led a, a win against the Cowboys. That was a meaningless game, but got him, I think, to 5-11, and 11, and uh, it could kind of, Manning took the next step the next year and went to the playoffs and all. I, I got to be honest with you, Chris, when I hear that, I think it's a little unfair right now. Like, for 16 weeks, we've talked about the many ills on this offense, the line, the lack of receivers, uh, you know, sorry, Jason Garrett, uh, limitations with the offensive coordinator. To, to say that this is Jones' chance, I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like, don't set yourselves up for a huge disappointment, guys, because if he doesn't do it tomorrow or Sunday, I, my opinion about him doesn't change, no? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Now, where it will put a lot of doubt in people's minds, although a lot of people have doubt already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if he comes out tomorrow, Jerry, and he fumbles twice, oh, he throws an interception, you know, he has a couple of turnovers. Then people are going to be, you know, you know, everybody's going to be going crazy again. Yeah. Like, this ain't the guy. This ain't the guy. But, yeah. no, I don't think, you know, if they lose a game 24-17, I don't think that changes anything. Yeah, I just – I don't uh, want people to I, – I just think that narrative is a little – overplayed right now like Jones still doesn't have the weapons he needs in the running game they don't stick with it and the offensive line is shaky it's like yeah. I mean what are we expecting here we expect him to throw yeah. for four touchdowns and if he does great but it doesn't change my opinion on the kid that's all no and you know Jerry like you know look like you'll see in the giant inside next week the column I wrote everybody you know he's he's the quarterback next year yes Daniel Jones is the quarterback next year mm-hmm so whatever narrative some people in the media might be trying to put out there, or whatever you know, whatever it might be, but like you said, it's not going to change our mind. I, you know, I mean, it's look, it, 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 he's we know he's going to be the quarterback next year, right? Right. Yes. So I mean, so to me and you, Jerry, you know, all the people, you know, they form their own opinions. That's God bless them. That's 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 their choice. But to me and you, it's like okay, well, we know he's going to be here next year anyway, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, Jerry. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, if he comes out tomorrow, throws three picks. Or has an Eli type day against the Vikings, three interception returns. Remember that day? Yeah, five interceptions, three returned, yes. Right. Uh, and then, look, it's only natural. Me and you, I'm sure, are going to be like, oh my God, it's just, you know, we know he's going to be back, but oh God, I mean, what are we going to do here? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be natural, you know, but no, nah, that shouldn't really change anything, you know. I, I understand what you're getting at. There is that narrative out there, but no. Yeah, I just, I just don't think, I think it's unfair to put this all on him, that's all. Unfair so, to put yeah. it all on Jones. I mean, look, Jerry, can you, we talked about it last week. Can you really evaluate? This whole season on Jones, uh, can you evaluate Jones and everything that's happened this year between offseason, COVID, offensive line play, receivers, no. the whole deal? You know, yeah. look at last week. I mean, you know, he had a, you know, he had to throw the ball in the second half. He was getting killed. Yeah, and it was six sacks, Jerry. And I could have put on Twitter about four more. He just got rid of them before he got killed. You know, <laughs> right, right. So I mean, you know, so, but the cow as far you know, going back to getting back to the Cowboys, you know. Yeah. Do they come out and they try to run the ball, establish your run? I would think they would, you know. Yeah. But you could do both things on Dallas. But what's the strength more right now for the Giants? I would say probably Gorman and Morris. Yeah. Than it is throwing the ball, right? So try to get that going, you know. I don't even think it's close. I mean, yeah. you I mean, have a good running game. You have a running back that, in Gallman that averaging over four a carry, I believe, in every game I see. Look, look at the stats. 12 rushes, 4.5 a carry. Okay, well, stick with it. You know, like I said last time, the score is not going to be twenty to nothing when the when the, when when kickoff occurs. So even if you go down seven, stick with the run for a while. Like I'm not saying run every down, but stick with it more. Yeah, 
Hey, look, Jerry, I'm gonna believe you go down fourteen nothing in the second quarter. Sure, you know, it's plenty of time. You stick with your game. You stick with you want to do. Agree. You know? Agree. Too many guys are panicked. They're, oh, we got to vote every down now. You know, right? Uh, why? And you sure as hell, down. stop throwing it on first down because you set yourself up for second and long. Yes. Yeah, with so, this offense. I mean, I mean, you look at Dallas, man, and, um, you know, the Eagles fell behind in the second half, so they had to wing it a lot. You yeah. know, but Miles Sanders could have had, had 150 yards easy. Oh, I, I, Doug Peterson, I talk about a frustrating – if you're a fan of the Eagles and, and you watch them, that's a frustrating coach because you have a, a good running game. And, I mean, he's his, his pass-to-run ratio has to be two or three to one. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, um, like I said, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see what Gavitt does, you know, and maybe – you know, um, pound that rock, try to get that time of possession. Um, I would hope that would be the, what they've been looking to do. When you look at Dallas on film, like that's what you should be doing, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and we'll say, you know, the, and the other end, like we just talked about, you know, you got to get some pressure on Dalton, got to get some hits on him because he's going to have all the time in the world. Like Lamar had last week to throw the ball. You know, there's three guys out there. Somebody's going to get open, brother. Yeah, you know, know. Somebody's getting open. Yeah, and you know, and you're gonna have to be disciplined, Jerry. Technique-wise, Amari Cooper. I think I put that on Twitter too. He's one of the best route runners in the game. Yeah. He will make you look like a fool if yeah. you're not sound. Yep. Technique-wise, tell you that right now, he will make you look like a fool. I, and I did that on purpose. Like you saw that guy falling down backwards. I like, what are you kidding me? You know, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, but we have you know Bradbury's a sound guy. You know, so. so. Real quick to what you said, though, I think it was the Cooper one. Somebody wrote in, uh, Chris. I love your big sessions, but this is depressing. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why I was. That's why I was saying, you know, I don't mean to be depressing. Yeah, right. You know, hey, look, like yo, you know, listen, not everybody, mostly everybody, doesn't sit back and say, okay, let me look at what Dallas did last week. Let me look at their all twenty-two. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. I'm just giving, giving examples of, okay, look, you know, this is what we're going against. A big game, and this is what they've been doing, and all that, you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but Cooper is really sound, and his he's another guy who hurts us too. He's sound in his routes. Um, he's hurt us in the past. Not not the first game, but he he could hurt you. You know. Yep. And don't and you can't sleep on you know the tight end Dalton Schultz either man you no know, you know you know so they like to do the screens Jerry yep they like to do the screens they, they like the bubble screens yeah. they did it last week with Gallup and he got a big game you know yep. so you got to be technically sound man you know and Dalton's you know he's no Lamar he's no Kyler we know that you know but he can get out of the pocket and run too a little bit if he has to and 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 last week he did a zone read totally full the Eagles yeah and had a nice little chunk you know so. Not a game plan for, but still have to be aware of that too. You know, you can't just get out of whack, rush this in rush lanes, and let this guy run for ten yards for first downs too. Either, you know. So, no, but dude, this is the exactly this is exactly the scenario that we were afraid of when when the Cowboys picked up Dalton. That he's a very capable backup. This isn't no offense to him, Colt McCoy. This is a guy who could step in and win some games, and you know, potentially take him to the playoffs. I, this, he's a, a very, he was a starter for so long. This was a great pickup for them. I, we, we said it the day Dallas got him when they picked him up. How do, do you feel any safer if Andy Dalton's in the game than Dak Prescott? And the answer is no. And look, this is his chance tomorrow. You know, he, I, this is exactly why they got him. Yeah. He's, the guy could win a game for you. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. And he's done it now for the Cowboys a few times. And he did it against the Giants. Yep. When he had to come off the bench, right? Yep. First, yep. he was very rusty, like, oh, he's a. And then he hurt him. Now, let's drive. Yep. So uh, yep. it's going to be a, it's going to be a challenge, you know? And, and, you know, look, Jerry, if they get into the 20s, yeah. Game over, right? The way the Giants' offense is played. I know, I know they scored 34 on Dallas the first time, but can you. Anybody really say, oh, I will right, get 34 again tomorrow, right? I mean, uh, dude, I, yeah. Right. We're. we're if it get, it's almost like if they score twenty points, it's it's an insurmountable, 
lead. Like it's a, the, too big of a mountain to climb for the Giants offense. Yeah, I mean, Jerry, you, you know, you, that's the way you look at it. They get into yeah. the 20s. Okay, we're done because right. there's no confidence the Giants offense can get in the 20s. Uh, I mean, I felt they were going to get in the 20s against Arizona three weeks ago. And Arizona's defense really wasn't playing well going to that game. And the Giants couldn't move the ball on them. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. You know? Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, the same thing. I know it was McCoy, but, you know, let's not act like McCoy. Uh, the Browns are a 75 Steeler defense. Come on, you know? <laughs> right. Could, right. You know? And they didn't execute. They had chances. Didn't execute and all that. So, yeah. But the point being, Cowboys get 24, 27 points Sunday. You you look at it and say, well, we're not winning this game. Not with the, what we're doing out there, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, in this game, if you win the coin toss, um, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, I think that's a given, right? <laughs> no, I know. Defer, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. i like to see Judge Shocker, right? Oh, we'll take the ball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What, Joe? Going to march yeah. down the field and run the ball? No kidding. Wow. All right. But if he didn't defer it against the Ravens' red-hot offense, I'm sure he's not going to defer it Sunday. Right, right. I'm sorry, Jay. Take it, I'm take sure it. He's yeah, going to defer it. Yeah, going to defer it. Yeah, I know what you meant. Um, all right, buddy. Anything else before we get to uh, to picks? Anything else um, about this game that you want to cover? Obviously, the news, the breaking news this morning: Dave DiGuglielmo, the offensive line coach, tested positive for COVID. Yeah. All right, so he'll be isolated. Ben Wilkerson, the assistant, will be running the show there Sunday. Yep. Uh, a couple other coaches, somebody on the staff, coaches slash staff. They're isolated. Um, Judge just told us a little while ago there's no players that have tested positive so far. So yeah. now everybody's, you know, they're, they're going to practice today, but everybody's, you know, social distancing and all that. And breaking news out of Dallas, one player, I don't know who it is yet, one player tested positive today, and they, and they went virtual. So we'll see where that goes now, you know. We were saying it before we jumped on this. It's amazing that it's gotten this far uh, and, and the success rate that the NFL has had now with all this. Ah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's amazing that they're getting this whole season in. It really is, man. Yeah. You know, so it's a credit to them and credit to the players and the organizations that have tried their best. Obviously, there's been a few outbreaks. Obviously, there's been schedule changes, but they, you know, all t these teams, all 17 weeks are getting in and it looks like the playoffs will be, you know, going to get in. And so it's uh, quite an accomplishment for something we thought really back last April and May was not going to happen. And there were a few weeks ago when all the Ravens had the, the breakout. Um, you just thought, um, and this is going to get ugly fast. And to the NFL's credit, they pulled it off, man. I thought a few weeks ago they were going to they were going to dial it back a bit, or they could end the season. When I think it was all, how many Ravens got it? I mean, it was crazy. So, yeah, yeah. So the you know a couple of days away, it's going to get in, and uh, playoffs. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. You're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I tried to hit mute and I slipped. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's where we're at. All right, buddy. Uh, anything else to the Cowboys? Uh, look, it looks like as far as the Giants, it looks like Kyle Fackrell looks like he's going to give it a go Sunday. And That's good. We it. need someone to seal the edge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look for Ezekiel and Pollard to attack those outside, you know, outside the tackles, man, because yeah. that killed the Giants last week, too. Yeah, I'm just excited. Forget about his pass rushing, which I'm excited about. Just the, the fact that he can somewhat seal the edge better than anyone else <laughs> they have right now. So no more yeah. David Mayo on the outside, guys. Never again. Yeah. So Fackrell will help it, you know. He should be back Sunday. He'll he'll help, you know. Yeah. And uh, Pettis was getting more time now this week. Yeah, I think uh, Mac kind of got thrown in the doghouse there when after that drop. Yeah. Um, uh, so Pettis, uh, you know, he got some work in, and expect to see him uh, uh, from the from the sounds of Thomas McGahey, uh on with us on Zoom the other day. Uh, looks like you know 
You're not going to see him in the return game, though. You know, it looks like it's going to be Lewis and, of course, Peppers. You know, well, he had, he had a lot of punt returns in college, but not so much kick returns, right? Like, he never turned kicks in college. I think he, I don't know how many he did. He had in the pros, maybe one. But he was really a good punt returner in college. Yeah, but it seems like they're going to stick with Peppers, Jerry, you know? Yeah, that's fine. It's like, the, the, you, don't, you don't need an upgrade there. I, you need an upgrade on the kickoff return with Deion Lewis, so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, McGay's basically says, you know, they're going to stick with Lewis to the end, so. I did a... Um, yeah. An end of season grades, and I, I compared Deion Lewis to Shane Vereen. I thought I think it's like the same player. Like you thought you had something here. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. good at kick returns. You know he's okay in the in the passing game, and eh, he is what he is. He's an average. He's an okay player. Like like you say, thought, he's a nice player. I thought they would. I thought they would get a lot more production out of him, Jerry. Yeah, right, right. Especially in the pass game, you know. Yep. And it hasn't been there, so a little bit of a disappointment. You know, when they signed him, I said, oh, we got a nice third down back. You know, you could. Get some, you know, you can move the sticks in the in the pass game, but hasn't helped, you know. But that uh, that that adjective now is part of my vernacular when I talk about players on the Giants. Oh man, he's a nice player, not impact. He's nice. There you go. A little bit, a little bit. I'm a thesaurus, buddy. All right. Stockton uh, graduate. (laughs) Yes, there it is. Education really. There it is. Yes, Stockton, you baby. All right. Um, all right, I'm down five. Pick segment, right? Um, we'll do our commercial after the pick segment. Um, I, you know, I pick the Giants every week. It's killing me now, right? I, you know, and I know not to, and I'm still picking them. So, all right, down five. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Su- Sunday at one. Vikings at Lions, Chris. <laughs> uh, I'll go with Minnesota. I'll go Lions because I need to catch up. I, but again, this is when I could flip a coin. Uh, <laughs> Falcons at Bucks. Uh, Tampa. Yeah, me too. I can't. I'm, I'll lose that one. Here's a good one, actually. A lot better than uh, we would have thought earlier in the year. Jets at Patriots. Yeah, imagine that. Right? <laughs> uh, wow. Jets at Patriots. You know what? I'll go with the Jets to win three in a row. I'll go Pats just to catch up. But, yeah, I, I actually like the Jets in this one, but I'll go Patriots. Well, if you would have said this in August, right? <laughs> crazy, right? Crazy. Yep. Uh, the Pats, they they got to go. Court, they're going to go quarterback in round one, now. Yeah, I, I would imagine, man. Yeah, they're not coming back with Cam. No, in that uh, Jared Stidham, they basically gave up on him too. So, oh, did you see yeah, some? Of the, did you watch that game? Did you see some of his passes the other night? Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Oh my I god. Actually, actually, somebody kind of whispered in my ear about Stidham up in New England. Then I then I. They're ready to move on from him. Put it I think that's a smart move, dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And good for the Bills, by the way. And speaking of the Bills, Dolphins at Bills. Yeah, you know what? Miami needs it, and Buffalo's probably going to rest, guys. I'll go with Miami. Yeah, Fitzpatrick came down with COVID, ball. right? Oh. Fitzpatrick came down with COVID. Yeah, yeah. But I'll still go with two in Miami because I think Buffalo's going to be resting a lot of guys. So I'll go with Miami. Uh, we'll go with the Bills. I mean, I, I, dude, I could fall back like 13 this week. Uh, Steelers at Brown, still in the one o'clocks. Cleveland needs it. Pittsburgh's resting, guys. I'll go with Cleveland. Steelers it is. Uh, one o'clock, Ravens at Bengals. I guess we'll both take the Ravens on that one. Yeah. Baltimore so, needs it. Yep. Baltimore needs it, and they're playing the Bengals. Four o'clock, Jag- Jaguars at Colts. Oh, please. Yeah. yeah. You want to go Jaguars? No, I think we'll go Colts. I lost that one last week. That was a smart pick by me. Uh, yeah, Colts. Titans at Texans, Chris. Titans it is, right? Uh, Titans, not yeah. even worth the discussion. Here's a good one. 
Cardinals well, at to you. Uh, I'm no. no, no, I can't be stupid. Cardinals at Rams, 425. I'll go with Arizona. I will go with the Rams. Hoping you go 0 for oh. this week. There you go. I'm just, you know, I, you know, let me pick first because it's unfair to just pick a different team. There's still four, five games left. Saints at Panthers. I will go with the Panthers at home. I, uh, I'll go with the Saints. Yeah, <laughs> I figured you were going to. Packers at Bears. I got to go with the Packers here. I don't want to be irresponsible. Yeah, I'll go with the Pack too. Char- oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. No. The, the Bears need that game, right? Hold on. Yeah. Uh, the Packers. The Packers are playing for anything. The number one seed? I think I don't think they've I don't think they've sewn up the number they haven't one seed. Flinched it yet, right? I don't think so, no. Alright, so I'll stick with the pack. It's funny when like the Giants are nine and seven, ten and six, I'm looking at all the seeding. Now I'm like, just I know what the Giants have to do to get in. Uh, everything else is like, yeah, whatever, whatever, guys. I, if we get in and play, I, I don't care if we played Green Bay week one. It's like, dude, whatever, get in. I could care less. Um Chargers at Chiefs. I I will Chargers. go with the, I'll go with the Chiefs. Oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. Yeah. I'll go with the go Chiefs. With Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. You going with the Chargers? Yeah. Okay. Is this mercy? Is this mercy, or you just really believe the Chargers win? Well, the Chiefs are playing for nothing, and they rested half the team. Yeah. Many guys, so that's the only, and the Chargers are playing well. That's the only reason why I, okay. I like them. I thought I was going to say it's kind of you. Uh, Seahawks <laughs> at 49ers. Um, I will go with the Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks clinched the division, right? Mm. Mm. I'll go with the 49ers. You going to Seattle? You said? Yes. Yeah. Man, you could you you could really gain ground here, bro. You or a, be down like thirty. <laughs> you could make a big comeback. Here. A lot of a lot game, of a lot of games Sunday. I'm not used to this. So many games Sunday. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Raiders at Broncos. <laughs> I will go with the Broncos at home. I don't. Yeah. I'm gonna go with them. I mean, the Raiders. Dude, the other night, like you said, go for the touchdown, John. What are you doing? Yeah. Bit him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, three years now, no playoffs. Oh. That embarrassing loss, you know, and, and what? You're, you're going to, you know, only John Gruden could come back. Any other coach would be fired. Right. right so you know, right. And they gave this guy a 10-year deal. You know, or maybe maybe in 10 years he could make the playoffs once. <laughs> All right. Second most important game of the week, Washington at Philly. I will go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, I'm going to go with Washington. All right. And last but not least, Dallas at New York. I'll let you go first in this one. Why? I thought you were going first. Because I don't know who I'm picking in until you pick. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Giants again. I'll, I'll go down fighting with – I'll go down with the ship. <laughs> although okay, gonna although go, I hate gonna, the matchup. I'm going to go with Dallas. I think it's a smart pick, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, now, come on. Let's go, Giants. But, yeah. Um, so you, so you, we're done. According to your picks, four o'clock, we put the season to bed. According to my picks, we uh, have to wait till. Who the hell knows? What do, you, what do you mean? You don't know. I know. I'm just saying. We'll see what you happens. Yeah, right. All right, dude. Um, before we get to our Twitter questions, a word from our sponsor, my bookie. Between the NFL and college football, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you can turn your game day into payday, baby, with MyBookie. If you're the type of guy who likes to back the big favorites, consider putting a couple in a parlay for a much bigger payoff. Not only do parlays make meaningless games exciting, but more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. 
And don't forget the underdogs. They have a ton of value. Folks, let me tell you about Eufy Video Lock. It's so easy to install, even a Philly fan can do it. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver and no drilling is required. You get keyless entry, so there's no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. And never worry about the kids losing the keys or passing them among the renters. You have 0.3 second fingerprint recognition and one second unlocking. With an AI self-learning chip embedded, the more you use it, the more accurate it will be. And there's no more battery anxiety. You get a rechargeable battery that could last around four months and you'll get low battery notifications before it runs out. You get passcode unlocking and a remote control with 2K clear sight so you can see who's at your door and control it from anywhere through the app. With enhanced night vision, you can have an optimized view even in the evening. You can secure your package delivery by the view and with two-way audio. And more good news, folks. With the Eufy Video Lock, there is no monthly fee. So unlike other brands that charge that monthly fee, you can have your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage. Eufy's customer support is on standby for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, which is all backed by their professional customer service team. You can contact them anytime by telephone, email, or live chat. Folks, I absolutely love the Eufy Video Lock. It has made my life so much easier like when i'm lying in a recliner and a philly fan or a dallas fan comes to my door i don't have to do a thing i can just sit there and watch it on my phone i don't have to answer the door so that's eufy video lock or visit eufyofficial.com backslash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door eufy video lock thank you folks Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The thing about the NFL is that underdogs are never really dogs on Sunday. And the Jets are living proof of that. Every team truly has a chance to win, and you do too. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets. It's never too late to get in on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Sign up at my bookie, and when you do, use our promo code G-I-A-N-T to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to 1000 bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. That's promo code G-I-A-N-T for you to claim your bonus when you make your first deposit. Stacked UFC cards. As you know, the presidential prop bets, but you can't bet those anymore because that's over. All the major sports and more. Sign up today begin with you, to begin your winning season 
exclusively at my bookie. Again, guys, promo code G-I-A-N-T. And we are back. All right, dude. A lot of good questions this week, as usual, but I don't know if these guys stepped it up a notch. I liked a lot of these. Playoff time, man. Playoff, Playoff time. time. Everybody's up in their game. Everybody's up in their notch. All right, first one up, we're going to go with Rich Savner. In 2021, do you see the Giants continuing to rotate offensive linemen, or will they settle on, on the traditional alignment of five starters? And how successful has it been to rotate linemen this year, do you think? Ha uh, Happy New Year, hashtag buffoon crew. Thanks, Rich. I'll let you take that, Chris. Is that something that Judge got from Belichick, and will they continue to do it? And do you like it? Well, he definitely got it from Belichick, but I see more of a traditional next year. I yeah. do. Yeah. You know, and, but, and the advantage that he got to see a lot of guys, mm -hmm. um, it wasn't like his pro bowl is he rotating, okay? Yeah. You notice Kevin Zeiler didn't get rotated. Right, right, right. good point. Nick Gates didn't get rotated. Yeah, good point. So the guys he rotated was um, a little bit of Thomas, right? That ended when he played better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hernandez and obviously Lemieux and obviously the right tackle spot. He, you know, rotated and got a good look and, and all that. So, but I, you know, when guys come in, whoever plays those positions next year, and he'll, you know, it'll be Judge saying, okay, these are our guys, and I don't expect that next year. No, I don't. Maybe here and there, but not like this year. Yeah, the way I see it, dude, if they had, you know, Deal, McKenzie, O'Hara, Soybert. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And Snee, they're not rotating. They're going with that one all year long. So, Rich, good question. But um, hopefully it's a little more stable next year. He doesn't have to do that. Um, Mardukas, how much will Notre Dame lose by today? <laughs> Jerk. No, uh, considering Mardukas that uh, I think Michigan State <laughs> finished about 2-9. and nine, you know, Yeah, I mean, nice. You know the avatar. Good job by you, Chris. I wouldn't be talking about anything about Notre Dame. I mean, <laughs> Michigan State was an embarrassment this year. Nice. That's like it's been an embarrassment for a while. Nice job. I hate to say, you know, I got to rub it in Banks' face a little bit, but, you know, they have been an embarrassment. Yeah, so let's you... not go there, Mark Dukas. <laughs> That's such a good response. All right. Uh, let's see. Sound New York at G-Man Fan. Happy, happy New Year, you two guys. Uh, this game is going to be one in the trenches. Who are your key matchups the last time they got us with the stunts? Do you see more Hernandez or do they stick with Shane? Due to how bad they are against the run. Meaningful January football, baby. Hashtag buffoon crew. Do you think that changes with Shane Lemieux and, and Will no, Hernandez this year? You'll, this see, week? You'll, you'll see Shane with the majority of the snaps again. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it didn't change last week when they had a throw ball every down, you know, uh, I don't, it's not going to change this week. Listen, Lemieux's better on a run than Hernandez. There's no question about it. Yeah. You know, and he's better at pulling. He's yeah. more athletic than Hernandez when he pulls. Yeah. You know, Hernandez has got him on. You know, just a straight-up pass pro, he's got him. But, uh, yeah, no, look for Lemieux more. You know, he's a he's a better run blocker, and um, you, you'll see him. Uh, Will Hernandez get snaps? I'm sure he might, last week he got, what, 10? Um, I guess you'll see some of that 10. again. I think it was 10, yeah, it was 10, yeah. I think you'll see some of that again, but no, it's going to be Lemieux again. You know? I think it was 54 to 10. Yeah. Something like that, right? Yeah, it was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, well, pretty bad for Hernandez. <laughs> I, I think say. you pointed it out, and then it was in the game stats, and I'm just like, wow, that's... Yeah, less than 20 tell tell sign right Jerry? yeah right yeah uh good news uh good news this is a good question because i kind of referred to it last week hey guys do you think this game will affect mara and tish's decision with gettleman or do you think they probably already know what they will do thanks yeah i think they know what they're gonna do you know yeah 
but I, I, that's a good question. Cause last week I'm like, I, 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 for me in my head, that's funny, man. Last year I thought they should have cut the bandaid, right? Rip the bandaid off rather. And all he's done this year is really up to status with the draft and free agency. So the, the organization's going in the right direction. So whatever they decide, they've decided already. But in my own mind, it's like, well, he's improved his status kind of this year, I think. For as much as I know a lot of Gettleman haters will, will not want to hear that, you can't argue with the free agent pickups and, and the draft. So it is what it is. And they, and they really like Jones, Jerry. And that's and it. That's, and that's Gettleman's pick. And you know what, Chris? So the, the Washington... buys, buys him. I know the record's not there and all that, but you know, I think everybody feels this organization's heading in the right direction. I think Mara feels Gettleman's batting average improved with the free agency yeah. and some of the kids he drafted. And, of course, Jones, they really like. So I, that, that, get, get, that gets Gettleman back. And you know what? They, they passed on Haskins, and, and look what happened there. And they went with Jones, and it was a 99.9% .9 of the nation did not like that pick. And really, one organization liked it. And you, you can't argue right now. It, it's, that was the better pick of the two, and... Um, I'm not that you compare the whole thing to Haskins, but he was the guy that everybody was talking about, and they went. Well, I think the the right pick. So that's got. Why something happened with Haskins? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, slightly. <laughs> uh, Joey Z at Molson. Jerry, okay, decide just just quickly. Yeah. Imagine that dude, number one pick. You thought he was a franchise quarterback. He's gone. I, I, and I released. Loved, I, and guys, I'm a buffoon. I liked him. I liked him a lot. Released, but, Jerry. Released. Unbelievable. Right? Released. Unreal. Crazy. Look, Jerry, uh, to defend you, dude, a lot of people loved his skill set. Yeah. The problem with Haskins was not his skill set, Jerry. Right. It was his head. Right. I know. He doesn't want to work. I Look, do you remember the beginning of last season when I said, yo, somebody just whispered in my ear coming out of Washington saying this kid's a dog. He doesn't want to work. Do you and, remember me and, telling that and, last and Yes, and before that, right after the draft, when you heard whispers about him charging for the draft party. It wasn't whispers, it was a fact. Right, and he was he was basically trying to build his brand, and you just yeah. thought, oh, no. Uh-oh. Yeah, that wasn't whispers. He put it on Instagram. Yeah. Everybody so, knew about it. So shouting. <laughs> what? So it was shouting then, right, right. Not yeah, even whispers. No, it wasn't whispers. He, he made it plainly known, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like I remember I told you last year, so yeah. somebody said, you know, somebody told me out of Washington that, this kid's a dog. He doesn't want to work. That's why Gruden never put him in, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then he was kind of forced to put him in when they were losing. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, this year, you know, benched. He had to play because of injuries. And Ron Rivera tells him after the strip after the strip club incident, <laughs> Rivera, you know, who's – it takes a lot to get him pissed off, right? Yeah, right. He launched him. Yeah. Uh, I mean – you know, so Jerry, you know, defend everybody. You know, I, I hate to say that. Like, you know, one of them, like, oh, I'm a buffoon for saying. Well, dude, guess what? You didn't know what kind of work ethic the kid was going to have when he got in there, right? Yeah. You, I'm talking about you, Jerry. Yeah, right, right. right? No, you I had no know, idea. You know, I mean, nobody did, nobody knew the kid was going to be a dog. No, uh, How about, forget about, the, uh, Jerry, forget about the draft party. How about the time that, that somebody took a picture of him on the bench when the when the coach was talking to, um, I yeah, think it was right. Case Keenum. Yeah. And Haskins was like looking the other way, like he was bored. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Right then, I I remember when I saw that. I think I you like, I think you tweeted it and wrote uh oh or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah I yeah, did. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's not good, right? <laughs> yep. So it's amazing, guess, Chris, with these quarterbacks, right? And and Gleason yeah. wrote a good article this week. Like you just don't know. It's and I I know. Look, uh, the movie Moneyball. 
like the analytics are over the top. But in that movie, when he, when Brad Pitt says, you, you got you scouts, you just don't know. You sit across from the table and you say, you know, and you know, and I just thought of that, like, you, you really don't, you, you, yeah. you just, you don't know until you get the guy in and then see the work ethic. You're like, all right, we got our guy or, oh shit, this is going to be bad. Look, Jerry, you know, the, the good scouts, the good organizations, they just get more hits than than, than misses. Right. But they but don't get me wrong, even Ozzie Newsom's and all those guys, they've had a ton of misses too. Yep. They have. I'm not talking about just a quarterback position. I'm just oh, talking yeah. about overall, yeah, you know. Right. I agree. You know? Yep. So it's you know, it's not an exact science because you don't know what's gonna be in the kid's head. What how the kid's gonna react when he gets into the building. You know, a lot of these kids, you know, they're the big man on campus. You know, they got all the girls and they're, they're the rock star and all yeah, that. Yeah. Then they come into an NFL facility and some six-year veteran spits in his face. Go, get out of my face, man. You well, know, a, a good example, your, your, your buddy gun. Banks, right? He walked into the into the locker room, introduced himself to Carson and Taylor, and they were like, well, what the hell? You know, we have we have a lot of linebackers here, pal. What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, his Banks, one of the highly touted linebackers, and his first words that it cost his mouth, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yep. We don't need you, right? Crazy. So the point being is that, you know, these kids, they come on, you know, they come into these facilities, some of them in their buildings, and, and these guys with families, they look at them like, yo, get out of my face, rookie. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. You ain't shit to me until you prove it. Yep. You're not back on campus, brother, where you're walking around with, you know, nine girls on your arm, and, and they think you're, you know, and you're walking around like you're, like you're John Bon Jovi, like a rock star, <laughs> you know? Right. Over here, you're crap until you prove it to us. And one, and one of the ways you have to prove it, Jerry. Yes. When you get drafted, hmm. especially if you're a quarterback, though, you got to work your butt off. Dude. Yeah, first in, last out. You know what I mean? Yep. You got to work. You got to show your teammates. Guys have been in the league three, four, five years, which is like an attorney in the NFL, five years, right? Yep. The average is what three, and you're done. Yep. All right. You got to prove it. You you got to show. Hey, I got a family, man, and we need to win here. And you come in with that dog attitude, like, yeah, here I am. How you doing, guys? I'm the man. They're gonna laugh at you, brother. Yeah, it's a good point. They're going to laugh at you. Back in the day, when they had two-a-days, they would kill you in practice, okay? Right. So, you know, that, you know, so, you know, it seems like to me a kid like Haskins had that attitude and very immature, and you're not going to last long in this league, dude, because you look at, when you study, a de- I don't want to go on a rant here, Jay, but no, when, it's you study fine. A def- when you study uh, in college a defensive game plan, uh, coordinated game plan against you, say Ohio State against Michigan State, Mardukas, okay? <laughs> All right, say, what do you look at? You look at two, three different coverages, yeah. maybe some different things in a red zone. You're not studying. When you come to the NFL, brother, and you're facing these coordinators, you got to study a thousand different things for every different scenario. Right. You're not in college anymore, brother. Yeah. It's a totally different animal in the NFL. Yeah. And these guys adjust after a series. In and, the NFL, colleges, most guys, they'll, they'll stick what they want to do for half or two. In the NFL, you might get a different look in the next series, okay? Right. And, so, I, and look, guys, I, I think, and, to, and the whole reason we're talking about this, I think, is Gettleman passed on Haskins for Jones, and he got murdered for it by a lot of us. And the Lewis Riddicks, the Chris Carters. I mean, these guys were relentless with how the hell could you make that decision. Dwayne Haskins himself laughed at the pick, but... That's something that Gettleman can fall back on and say, hey, I chose the right quarterback in that draft. You needed a quarterback. You wanted me to come in. And again, this is from someone who thought the Giants should have moved on last year. But look, he came in, tried to build around Eli, didn't work. 2019, he drafted the right quarterback in that draft. So he falls back on that, man. Could have made a much worse decision if he took Haskins. So, 
that's that. Anything else, Chris? I'm sorry. No, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. All right. Covered well, covered well. Nice job by you, buddy. Uh, Joey Z at Molten Century 81. You know this past year was crazy when Jerry has to become a diehard Eagles fan for three hours. If the Giants win, how far is Jerry willing to go for an Eagles win? Would he rather wear an Eagles jersey or sing their stupid fight song after a touchdown? Hashtag buffoon crew. Dude, if they win, I, I, look, I'll never wear Eagles, but I will, I, will, I will text my Eagle fan buddies and be like, you know, fly Eagles fly and all that and be rooting for them. So, yeah, hey, listen, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend right now. So I want, if the Giants win, I want the Eagles to, to pull it off. So I'll be yeah. rooting very hard for them. I'm not going to wear an Eagles jersey, but hey, I'll get into it. So. And Jim, Jim Schwartz already made a speech of his defense Did about he? We, we're not having no team celebrate a division title on our field, you know. Oh, that's so good. So if, if anybody's wondering about, oh, the Eagles looking at the light, you know, it's the end of the year, are they, are they, you know, are they thinking about, you know, getting in a car and heading off to the offseason? Well, that's not the way Peterson and Schwartz are taking it. They're going to be ready to play and trying to win Sunday night. Um, Rex Ryan said, if Dallas wins, there's no way the Eagles will win so that Dallas can win the division. <laughs> but no, that's good to hear. That's good to hear you, that Schwartz said that. That's awesome. Good stuff. Um Brian Porres, he's the Duke guy. He always says, go Duke. What's your read on the fan base's take on Jones? To me, it seems divided into three camps, four against and undecided. I think he's the most polarizing figure outside of Dave Gettleman with the Giants fans, but I do believe more Giants fans like Jones than dislike him. Would you agree with that or no, Chris? I, I agree with that, yeah. yeah. I, I would say more uh, like him than dislike him. Yeah. You? Yeah, no, definitely. I think so. I think it's... I think it's like 60-40 right now, at least, that more Giant fans like him and would rather not um, have to draft a, another quarterback in the first round next year and build around him and give this kid a chance. So, Agent X, it's 6.30 a.m. on New Year's Day right now. What are you doing up? Oh, I sent out the, the questions. My dog's waking me up very early. So, uh, Seriously, though, if the Giants move on from Garrett, would you be okay with Kitchens as the replacement? Who would benefit Jones' Who would benefit Jones' improvement for next year, hashtag buffoon crew. Would you be okay with Kitchens if they move on from Garrett, Chris? No, not really. <laughs> no. no, I'd rather go outside the organization, bring somebody, a college guy or something like that. Or, or uh, maybe you know, maybe he thinks very highly of Sh- uh, Shiplinski, the quarterback coach. Yeah. You know, yep. Promote him. That's happened a lot. You know, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm not afraid of Kitchens fan, Jerry. Yeah. I, I you never not, were. You never were. Yeah, I, I would not want to uh, see that. No, I wouldn't. Now, now, here's a really good question from Calvin T. It's related to Garrett. What's the biggest reason why the lack of offensive talent argument applies to excusing DJ's underwhelming season, but does not apply to having Jason Garrett's job? To saving Jason Garrett's job. Hashtag buffoon. Because it's your job as a coordinator to get the guys in the right position. Exactly. It's Jones's job to play with the less than mediocre offensive line and, you know, and, and giving him time at times, no chance. And, and you know what? We have a, enough, we have a coordinator on this team who does more with less. His name's Patrick Graham. For the most part, there's three or four positions you need to upgrade on the defense. I think Patrick Graham, I've never, I, we may get frustrated with zone, but we get why he does it because you have Isaac Yadam as your second cornerback and you have a rookie in Holmes who's getting better as your slot guy. Right? They have had millions of, of issues at that second corner position to where they're starting Isaac, Isaac Yadam. But I've never walked away from a game and said Patrick Graham lost that game. But when I watch the Giants' offense, they don't play to their strength. We, we've said it. They don't run the ball nearly enough. 
And like you said, dude, it's your it's his job to put them in position to be successful. Hey, if they stuck to the run and couldn't do anything and then pass, it's like, okay, what's Jason Garrett got to work with? But you cannot be 31st in the league and not have your job in danger. That's just the reality of it. Yeah, man. That's, that's the reality of it right there. Right. Now, it's not all Garrett. We've said that numerous times on right. this podcast. It's not all Garrett. But when you're 31st in the league, slightly ahead of the Jets, uh, you know, that's it. Bottom line. I know you have no Saquon and all that, but, uh, you know, oh, think of it this way, Jerry. Right. Even if Saquon didn't get injured, do you think the Giants would be like 13th in the league in offense? No, I think they'd be 28th. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Right. They'll move up a few. I get it. You know, Saquon would add a different thing, uh, element. I understand that. But it's not like, don't think we're going to be a 10, top 10 offense if we had Saquon. Are nope. you kidding me? No way. No. So it's a combination of a lot of things, man, including Jones' part two at times. Don't get me wrong. And, but and, like yeah. you just said, when you're 31st in the league, right? people are going to want to know why. Yeah. And, and two, you know, two things. We, we have a coordinator who does more with less, okay? And the other thing is, how good was Jason Garrett's offense in Dallas when he had the best offensive line in the league, weapons all over the place? Tenth? I mean, if you look at the, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they were in that tenth area. They weren't one, two, or three. No? Well, they were, I don't remember. They were eighth. But I don't remember exactly. Yeah. They were high. You know, they were high as far as top 10, 12, whatever. But, that but was, with all that talent, I'm setting my, my talent, point as well, all that talent. Right. He had a ton of talent. Right. This yeah. isn't like, this isn't, this isn't Paul Brown or Bill Walsh. Okay. He's not, there's no, there's no he's not a, a, a NFL innovator here. Okay. So. Well, that's, that's what we're saying too. It's not all Garrett, right? There isn't an offensive line is, except for one little stretch hasn't been good either. Right. right. Yep. So it's not all Garrett. We get it. But yeah. the point still is the 31st averaging under 300 yards of offense a game in today's NFL it's not something you want to put on your resume. That's it. That's right. all I'm saying. Yep. Hey, well, look, Jerry. Jason Garrett might be out of here anyway, dude. Right. He, you know, for the people who want him out, um, he might be a head coach. Trust me. Yeah. He's going to get interviews probably, dude. Yeah. Because you know what? His record in 10 years in Dallas is impressive. Yeah. Now, no matter how you feel, if it was Garrett, if it was Gordon, if it was talent level, the, you know, the redheaded clapper didn't do crap at all, people are going to look at that record and say, well, you were 81 and 62, whatever it was, something like that, whatever the hell it was, right? Right. It was, it was over 500 by a lot, though, right? Right. And you're going to look at it and go, well, let's, let's bring him in here, you know? Yeah, he, you kind of got that sense when he was asked yesterday about head coaching positions and what they expect interviews and, and anybody reach out. Or like, you kind of got that little sense yesterday, like, well, uh, you know, don't be surprised if somebody brings him in. I wouldn't be shocked, Jerry, if somebody hires him. Trust right. me. Right. You, would you be surprised with that? No, but relieved, yes. But no, I wouldn't be surprised. No, that's a whole other issue. I'm just talking about him. Yeah, he might be leaving, go moving on anyway. I wouldn't be surprised if if Garrett or Graham got jobs. Unfortunately, I don't want Graham to leave, but you know. So, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, run, Bob, run. After watching the 1981 Cowboys game, I'm wondering if you guys were in the Bruner over Kim, over Sims camp. The Giants seem to be, and lots of fans too, including me. Big fan of the podcast. Thanks for what you bring each week. Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Chris, do you remember if you liked yeah, Bruner more yeah, than... Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah. I liked Bruner at the beginning over Sims. I did. Don't He's worry. Don't worry. Parcells did too. So I'm with that guy. So did Parcells, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were down on Sims, man. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Couldn't stay healthy. We were down on Sims, you know? My first year was 83, really remembering every game. And I just so I, I didn't I didn't have a horse in that race. I just saw Scott Bruner was our quarterback, and this guy Sims was on the on the bench. So I 
I can't answer that question. But my fa- I remember my father specifically saying, get Sims out of there. He stinks. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, we threw a lot of interception, a lot of bad, you know, it was, it was a rocky start for Phil, man. <laughs> yep. And thank God we stuck with him. It worked out nicely. Yeah. Worked out pretty good. Yeah. Here's a really good question, Chris. Um, New York and L.A. If you guys had a choice of receivers based on talent, fit with the team, and cap space, who would you choose between Robinson, Galladay, Godwin, or Smith-Schuster? Allen Robinson. Really? Really. Nice. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm like, why are you saying that? I didn't, it was either him or Smith-Schuster, I figured. And I didn't know which way you'd go. Now, you know what? You know what? Allen Robinson. Robinson's the number one guy. He's a bona fide one outside receiver. Juju last year, I know Ben got hurt, but when he sh- when he had to be the number one, true number one last year, didn't play like a true number one. Now, don't get me wrong. I know Ben didn't play and all that, but no, nah, I would take Robinson. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Robert Allen, we'll go, we'll go two more. Um, Happy New Year, buffoons. Three-part question. We'll see here. Your best guess, will they be able to re-sign Gallman? Um, If not, do they address running back two in the draft of free agency? And what's your ideal scenario at running back if you were GM? So it's funny. I kind of alluded to this in in my column this week. He's earned a second contract in the NFL, so congrats to Gallman. I just don't know with having to sign Williams, trying to keep Tomlinson, just signing Logan Ryan, and all the free agents that might have to pick up, whether it be receiver, edge rusher, and the cap going down. I don't see how they're going to be able to retain Gallman. I would love to keep him, but, um, you know, I don't see how it could happen, to be honest with you, Chris. Yeah, I agree with you, man. You know, you could plug in another guy, veteran, right? Yeah. Backup Saquon. You know, I think we've seen it this year. You got Alfred Morris. You got a guy like Freeman. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about if Gallman wasn't here. You, know, you could plug in, you know, you could plug in. I don't think you pay. I, I think Gallman's going to look to get a pretty decent chunk of change, you know? Yeah. Right. Some team. He should. You know, and the Giants have Barkley, and they're going to have to pay Barkley. I mean, that's down the road, but so I don't see that. I hate to say it, but not you, know, you could fill in that backup role, you know, right. with guys around the league, man. Or even a draft pick down the road. Late draft, you know, four, uh, six rounds, something, you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, right. It, it's or, unfortunately. Or unrestricted free agent. You know, people say don't. I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm sorry, Jerry. I don't draft a free agent, you know what I mean? Or somebody like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, people say don't invest high draft picks in running backs. Well, you certainly don't inf- don't invest a lot of money in backup running backs. So, unfortunately, Gallman, good for him. He's earned it. He's a good kid. You've you've talked to him seemingly a million times over the last three years. Um, but it's it's you cannot pay your backup running back too much money. It's just the reality of it. Not with the salary cap. Um, two more. Mark Mark Lawrence, with Nate Solder opting out of this season, how does his contract impact our cap for next season? If we, I, I, you know what? Time. What's that? Big time. Yeah. His, um, cap, his, his cap number this year now goes the next year. Yeah, it's huge. But to the COVID situation. It's so big. The you, big cap number, brother. You wonder if he's just going to retire. Well, you know, Giants are probably privately hoping he does, you yeah. know. But he's gone back and forth about it. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out next year. If he doesn't, you can't even cut him. It's a huge dead cap hit. It is huge. Um, what do you do? You back? Let him play right tackle. Yeah, has to. I mean, you cannot. If he comes back, you're almost forced into playing him. You have to play him. You're paying him so much money. Him. 
No. It's too much of a dead cat. But I mean, I'm not... saying he can't even sit on the bench. Like, it's oh, just... he's sitting on a bench. Is that salary? I mean, unless the guy just can't block anybody, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a lot of money to be sitting on a bench. So, I, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, too, too Jerry. I was, actually, I was, that popped in my head. Like, what the hell do we do with Solar, you know, if he decides to come back? You know, I, th- I think um, it's I think it's right I, tackle. You got to look at him at the right tackle spot, right? Yeah. He can go to left tackle, Jerry. Thomas ain't moving. Thomas ain't going anywhere. You know, and he shouldn't. Right. So that would be an interesting dilemma in this this all season, dude. No. Yeah, it's it's it is, and it's you hope for the best for him because of the circumstances that he sat out. You know, my God, you got to feel for the guy. But the reality is the business side of this sucks. It's he comes back and he's a huge cap hit. And you're paying him a lot of money. You're going to have to do something with him. Um, you can't trade him. You can't cut him. You're going to have to play him. It's like you said, I think privately they may be kind of hoping for him to uh, you know, retire. It's sad, but it's just the way like, it is. Like you just said, this is a business. Yeah. I think everybody knows that in the NFL. Right? This is a business. All right. One more. Harp Adzo, H-A-R-P-A-D-Z-O, at House of Havoc. Speaking of the shopping list for the, for the team, who was speaking of that? Speaking of the shopping list for the team, like Edge Rush, uh, do you guys feel or think Carter and Zimenez, if healthy, will add to that? And for Edge, is it better to look for a veteran that's more polished or go for the drip? That's a good question. So what I said before, Chris always uses the term nice players. Carter's a little more than a nice player. Zimenez right now can't stay healthy. It's like they don't have an impactful edge rusher. I don't know if Carter would have been that guy this year. I was hoping so, but who the hell knows? Would you rather get an edge rusher in the draft, Chris, or in free agency, though, if you upgrade? Draft, because they're cheaper. Yeah, right. Yeah. But do you think the – what about the impact on the team, though? What do you mean the impact? You think think a free agent could impact them more – more quickly. Oh, I mean, obviously, a polished free agent could impact, will impact them more. But the problem is that you're going to have to pay that polished free agent big money. Right. So yep. you know, I'm not saying I don't want that. I'm just saying you got to remember all that. You yeah. Know? Yep. Agree. So uh, I would like to, you know, if they're going to go that way, you like to see that rookie work on that rookie deal coming in and make a little bit of a difference, you know? Yeah. He can make a difference in four years before you have to pay him, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's funny, man. We, we, you need one in one A receiver, edge rusher. I think, like I said, I think this should go receiver in both free agency and the draft. You need an edge rusher. You need a cornerback number two. That's, I guess, 1B. You can make the argument, dude, that cornerback, edge rusher, wide receiver, pick a name out of a hat, pick, pick that position out of a hat, and that's the most important on the Giants. I know you, you're steadfast in wide receiver, and rightly so, but edge rusher, cornerback, they need all three of those things. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do free agency-wise and draft. You know, it's almost like – do you? I said they should get a receiver in both as almost a, a plan B. And then with Edge Rusher, like, you got to upgrade there. You know, I know I like Carter Coughlin. I like Cam Brown. But, yeah. you know, you need real impact players, dude. So Yeah. Jerry, if they go wide receiver with the number one pick, they're not going to – if that's what they're thinking, they're probably not going to sign a free agent. Big, fair enough. You know, for right. big money, you know. Right. Um, so yep. it's going to be probably one or the other there. Yeah, that's fair. Don't get me wrong. I like to say – trust me, Jerry, I wish it was both, but – yeah, I guess that's a good point. Like, it'll almost determine, like, what you see them do in free agency. If they don't sign Allen Rob- if they don't sign Robinson or someone, then it's, 
all right, you know what? They're going first round receiver. So right. I mean, that's you got to think of the economics all the time, especially with the cap number going down this year. You know. Yeah. So COVID. You know. Yep. So we'll, that free agency dictates a lot, right, dude? Yeah, it does. Like if they don't touch anybody free agent wide receiver wise, then you say, okay, you know, they they could be maybe that that's in play. You know. Yep. So that you know, after free agency, you get to dictate a lot. But uh, to me, uh, you know, we've talked about it. To me, they need that impact guy on the outside, man. Yeah. Bad for Jones. Oh, big you know? time, big time, and a, and a tight end. All right, um, and, a, <laughs> and a tight end as well. <laughs> the, the, tight end is, uh, is not going to be up on the list. I know. Talk about the draft. I, don't, I just they need a they need another tight end. They need a they need to upgrade. Oh, but they're not going to draft one. Right. I know. I'm I mean, sorry. I just had it. All right. Anything else, pal? You and a lot of other people. <laughs> I know. My God, I can't take it anymore. No, that's it. Everybody enjoy the game. We'll see what happens Sunday. Yes, we will. All right. Um, if the Giants make the playoffs, we print Sunday night. If they don't, uh, it'll go out Monday or Tuesday. So there's that. Uh, the, the, the 1 o'clock game will determine how busy I am, or how busy we are on Sunday. So good stuff. All right, Giant fans, to order a subscription to the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download the Giant Insider App Store. All right, guys, comes down to one game. Remember, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.